Welcome to Weapon of Choice, a podcast where creatives across mediums give us insight into the weaponry of their art. Each episode, you'll be hearing an interview with an artist who uses their art as a weapon of choice for social change and disruption, visibility and justice, cultural critique and resistance, among other things that ignite social consciousness and community action. These artists will tell us about their journeys toward the battles they are fighting, how they design, sharpen, and develop their artistic weaponry to strike a blow against injustice in the world. Welcome back, everybody, to Weapon of Choice podcast. We're glad you're still listening. Um, We are back for... Another episode we're excited to bring you before we uh, wind down season two. Only two more episodes left, and uh, here we are in 2019, and it's uh, February, and uh, it's crazy, though. Like, last week it was in Minnesota here, it was colder than Antarctica. What? Tornadoes in Cuba. What? Someone please tell me what the hell is going on think we got an idea you know we're gonna have to like challenge keep you know keep challenging this equilibrium this weird wacky governmental and societal funky ass equilibrium that we need to reconfigure keep on deconstructing and reconstructing and uh, we'll get it right eventually if enough people join the movements enough people uh, understand that our liberation is bound to one another we'll get it right eventually um yeah, what's going on out there with you? Uh, love to hear from you. Um, we're excited to bring you this new episode. Um, this one took place while I was uh, kind of bouncing around Italy a bit back in the fall. And I wound up in uh, Milan. And uh, through a couple of friends, shout out to uh, Stiwa, Stephanie Watts, and also Giovanna. Uh, who's from Milan, hooked me up with a good interview and conversation with this guest who goes by the name of Silvio. Um, This interview is uh, probably our most raw, uncut interview. Um, Silvio's 21 years old, uh, our youngest guest. It was a beautiful conversation. I had a great pleasure and uh, privilege of sitting down with Silvio. In Milano, and uh, I'm excited for y'all to hear this. And uh, we, um, yeah, we gonna get it. We gonna get it rolling, winding down season two, but a lot more to come in season three. A lot of interviews already uh, slated for the new season, so stay tuned. Um, I hope you like this interview. Silvio is a, um, you could say, a multidisciplinary artist uh, finding finding his way. Um, moved from small town Italy to the big city of Milan. Um, and it was a it was a bold and um, powerful and growth choice for Silvio. And you're gonna hear all about that. But he started a nice little um, little arts collective um, that's uh, doing some good things and growing called Il Buco. And he uh, founded Il Buco Fanzine with a few other collaborators. And you're gonna hear all about that. And uh, you're gonna wanna go online and check that out too. Follow their Tumblr and Instagram, and uh, you're going to hear all about it. And, uh, you know, you can find us on social media. On Instagram, we're at Weapon of Choice Podcast. On Facebook, we're at Weapon of Choice Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Weapon Choice Pod. Um, 
Get it anywhere you want it. Check all our episodes out on all the platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, you know, whatever you like, whatever you prefer. And uh, just, yeah, do us a favor and um, go on to Apple Podcasts and iTunes and give us that five stars and give us that review. It really helps, um, you know, folks who are searching for anything remotely similar to what we do here. Uh, we pop up on uh, the radar of other uh, podcast enthusiasts and listeners. and uh, So it really helps us grow. Um, and we love any help we can get from you, the listeners, our audience, that we appreciate so much to uh, help us grow. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and just continue to um, share. Share with your friends. Click share on Facebook. Go to the Weapon of Choice page on Facebook. And like we put most of our content there in terms of stuff to share um, and also on Instagram. But, yeah, share the shit out of it. Please, please. Thank you. And um, also a uh, shout-out to um, so far in 2019 and the last couple months, um, outside of the United States, most of our listeners have been coming from um, Barcelona, Spain. So shout-out to Spain. And whoever you are out there, drop us a line. Email us. Shoot us a DM. Email us at uh, weaponofchoicefans at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Kick up conversation. Um, we appreciate any feedback. Also, after Spain, Vietnam is tuning in. Uh, after the United States and Spain, Vietnam. Shout out to Vietnam. Wow. We appreciate all the love. Um yeah, so let's, you know, we're going to get into this episode. I just wanted to also let you know uh, that later this month, I am going to pop out to L.A. for some things. And, you know, we you know we travel. You know we record on the road. And um, so we're definitely looking to lock down some uh, interviews. In the sh- I'm only there. I'm there to February 24th, 25th, 26th. So anyone in, anybody in L.A. listening or anyone who knows any artists who do dope shit, speaking the truth, um, and would be a good guest for a weapon of choice. Let us know. DM us, email us, weapon of choice fans at gmail.com or shoot us a DM, shoot us a line, and uh, we'll try to reach out if you want to hook us up and contact us and connect us because we got to just do that. We got to keep connecting one another. Um, uh, Patrice Colors, you know who, who that is. Uh, uh, doing so much. She's got the, the, the great book. Um, if you haven't read Patrice Colors' book, read that. And um, she's in L.A., missed her last time, but uh, plan on uh, connecting with uh, Patrice and Ron Finley out in L.A. to interview them for the podcast. And, uh, you know, but we go for it. We know we want to talk to everybody. We're definitely going to um, have a little back and forth with Janelle's people. So I'm, I'm still trying to get Janelle Monet on the podcast. And we want to talk to Lena Way. We want to talk to Yara Shahidi. We want to talk to Amanda Seals. Boy, I really want to talk to Amanda Seals. Want to interview her um, and Terry Crews. So some of those folks uh, out there in Hollywood that um, we know would be a great conversation. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, so if y'all know anybody in L.A., if anybody in L.A. listening, point us in the right direction with anyone you might have in mind. And we're going to keep grinding and doing what we do. We're going to keep trying to bring you some amazing interviews. Uh, we will not stop. We promise you that. Um, so yeah, Silvio, this is Silvio in Milano and, uh, you're going to enjoy it. Um, sit back and, uh, let's appreciate, uh, something from the other side of the ocean. Enjoy.
Hi, I am Silvio, I'm 21, I'm from Pescara, Abruzzo, but I moved in Milan two years ago. And for studying, I study Scienze Umanistiche per la Comunicazione, which is like humanistic sciences for communication, so communication, but more humanistic perspective. But I also moved in because, um, yeah, I wanted to get out of, you know, the small country and, uh, you know, the, the, I wanted the city life and I wanted to be free and I wanted to do experiences. And um, my project is Il Buco, which is not my single project. I'm working on different stuff, but now this is really important and it's not simply mine, but we are a collective. We are a half dozen person who, 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 uh, who I bring together and, and we did, uh, we did this fanzine magazine. It's, yes, it's a fanzine because of the aesthetic and the format. It's small and it's easy and it's cheap. It's just two euros so everyone can buy it and share it. But it's a magazine because we have uh, authors, permanent authors, and we have content, textual content, stories, poetry, uh, creative write, but also pictures and sketches, collage, illustrations, and we we do the graphics and the the imagination of the of everything. We we edit our text. We so everything is self product and also self uh, financed uh, at the first time. Yeah, every the whole project started with. 80 euros. Yeah, mm -hmm. we will, we were a dozen sort of. And yeah, from, from that moment, we did again this self, um, uh, but now we have, uh, we have, uh, a little bit of money to, to simply, you know, the two euros is for printing again and doing, uh, again, like stickers and stuff like this, and also to have a sort of little bank to do mm -hmm. maybe in the future, uh, studio, a studio, like we can do something more artistic because yes, we, <clears throat> we write and we are in the press sort of the underground press, but we also like to be, you know, to cultivate the art part of this whole project. So maybe like exhibitions with the, with things that are being published inside the magazine, but also occasions in which you, we can share ideas and talk about topics because everything is about feminism, um, LGBT queerness and political, cultural stuff. So, we also like to, yes, theoretically and with words and with with this, but also joining up, meeting up and do something practical. Awesome. Welcome to Weapon of Choice, Silvio. Thanks.
can yeah maybe we should. so what did how would you describe uh, quote-unquote ibuko yeah um literally it means the whole the whole yeah the whole yeah the whole H-O-L-E. Yes, without the W, and it's the whole, il buco. Mm -hmm. So it's it's forcing you to interpret it. We wanted uh, something polysemantic because um, you can understand also yourself from your interpretation of the whole. Because yeah, we are we were thinking about. Uh, I don't know, the black hole, like the new space with new physical rules and new creatures, uh, new stuff, but also, I don't know, sexual, sexual holes. <laughs> well, of course, because, yeah, we, of every, for example, every cover is very sexual and or provocative, I would say. We haven't done the porno issue yet, but we are going to. It's coming. It's coming, bitches. And, and it's coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and but also, you know, il buco. Also, in Italy, it's like the whole, you know, the heroin. You know, it's also yeah. Mm. These drugs are uh, are being very. <laughs> You know, the drugs uh, issue, the drug, uh, the drugs are touchy subject again. Mm -hmm. So of course we wanted yes. to to speak about it, and also because uh, we have experience about it, and we are not afraid to say it. Or and again, this is another narrative we should rethink. It's about the drugs and the use, why we use it, mm -hmm. we use them and how we use them and how you know from like i don't know i it's strange if you think it but drugs are once in inside of the story was they were used by i don't know i would say from magic or for religion so mm -hmm. It's like transcendence, but it's about the God. So it's mm -hmm. it's say sacred. It's important. And now, how do you use it? I don't know. I'm asking this just for hedonism, just for pleasure, just for sink your pain inside of some pleasures. Or again, drugs can be something more. Mm -hmm. can be, uh, again, uh, a useful tool to get to know other parts of ourselves, other emotions, other... Yeah, we don't have taboos and we want to... Yeah, we want to analyze things for real, not, not just because it's difficult to understand or it's not accepted. Yeah, that doesn't mean that it should it shouldn't be talked about. I don't know. It's a single issue was about the drugs and mm -hmm. substances in general. Mm -hmm. Can also be you know a dependence of another person or for sex. You know, every issue has a concept theme, very awesome. large. So, Ooh. well, looking forward to more.
Thanks for sharing that. No. Again, it's just for consuming, but in fact, uh, um, they helped me, the drugs. Yeah, it's, uh, maybe it's shocking to say it now, but they helped me to understand emotions, to overcome some emotions, some bad feelings, or to give me the inspiration or to make me you know, feel more also the concept. Yeah, but it's a long, long story. Mm. And I'm not that uh, I haven't tried every single drug a lot, but not everyone. I would like to try LSD and actually see, literally see if there is this, uh, this correspondence. I don't know if I really can understand uh, no, because when LSD is basically this, you perceive reality not just uh, with your eyes and that, but your senses are more open, so you can perceive everything with more detail, with I don't know other shapes and everything. And drugs. And you want to try it, when you try LSD. You want to try it in a specific or as preferable of a space, safe space as you can. I would like to try LSD for the first time in nature because with a friend and maybe a sober friend with us <laughs> yeah. because it's always helpful and just to keep it safe. As mm -hmm. always with drugs, keep it safe. I am, I am very free with drugs, but I always have conscious about it. So I'm not, uh, I know that serious stuff. It's like drinking, you know, I drink, it's not a problem for me to say that I drink wine, I drink everything and I like to drink. But again, I don't do it because I don't know, I want to bury my sorrow or I, I use it in a good way, in a sort of, you know, liberate, you know, it's freeing myself in some aspects. So, and in Italy, we say a couple of wine a day, it's perfect for your blood, your red blood, you know, mm. it's, it's your, it's perfect. It's, uh, mm. it's also healthy. Also this, I don't know, in, in Italy, we drink a lot of wine. So mm -hmm. it's, um, <clears throat> we have another culture of wine and drinking and uh, in America, it's totally different, of course. But yeah, LSD, I want to try it in nature and see what happens again because i i want to be free i want to you know, experience before saying you no know, my judgment you know being ju judgmental yeah it's not good but being judge ju <laughs> being judgmental is not yeah. it's not helpful it's not helpful and bad for your health also again after the experience, I don't know. Some people, mm, no, I don't think that judge judging is good. Criticizing, yes, but there is this difference. Maybe it's uh, it's it thin, yeah, a bit. But Can when be. I judge, I put you know the moral aspect. I and I also say, yeah, that's not good, and it's a, again power. But when I criticize, it just it can be helpful too. A judge, it's it's also heavy to accept a critique. Maybe mm -hmm. it's 
it's uh, easier to to accept. There's no this our lives can't be separated from this work because it's the cause and the effect of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Is um and so what is for like people who don't know what fanzine is, uh what is fanzine and then you can maybe get into the mm -hmm. why you came up with the name Il Buco. Mm -hmm. So uh fanzine is um publication, an independent publication. Uh, was mainly made between the 70s, the 80s by, I don't know, punk scene, all these underground subcultures who, of course, can't speak in an institutional way or through mm -hmm. the institution. So everything is illegal or uh, different and has specific themes and uh, style. And yeah, it's, it's a fun thing because we distribute in occupied spaces, into clubs, in bars, and we try to search other reality like fanzines or uh, independent publication that can also be photography or whatever. And we're not, now we're trying to, to bring together this reality and maybe even find a place to do everything because we are always uh, hosted by realities, by bars, by clubs, by but we want to do our our personal space. Yeah, I don't know. looking to cultivate, yeah. a, cultivate a home for for your book. Yeah, because, you know, this fanzine, it's it's interesting because you can you are saying underground ideas, you are saying you know, you're trying to break the power of the, I don't know, the institutions and also this official idea of subnormal way to think, the common sense, the, I don't know, also school, I don't know, um, feminism, for example. It's, it's still a touchy subject inside institutions and and how how you have a partner? How did how did the uh, journey of Ibuko begin? Um, basically, we are all friends. We are a bunch of people who wants to do something. That's the first thing, the simple thing. We want to do something mm -hmm. because we think in a different way. We are, you know, I think outside of the society, some of us have been very troubled in life. And uh, so we want to have a space and a reality to express ourselves and also to spread our ideas and new points of view. I don't know, being critic about politics, culture, arts, and we try to be very, I don't know, I would say existentialists because yeah. we want to involve every part of you know, human life and we want to be human at all and mm. not simply through art. Yes, through art, but it's just our medium. Our message is that we are alienated and we want to fight this. We want to be free. We want to be 
yeah we want to be free yes I think free that's the liberation the, the goal for everyone how do you um seek out or find partnerships with artists to incorporate it into the buco yeah as i said we are all friends so life you know in life the everything can happen a lot of organic yeah i was I'm I'm here it's two years so I don't know a lot of people but I think that's very important to have experiences. I'm here because I moved out of my family, I ran out of my family, I was looking for my freedom, my independence. Mm -hmm. So that means also clubbing and going out and going to bars and going to theaters, living the city life, you know, the mood of the the city. So a lot of things are happening, a lot of people all around and everything is different. Everything, everyone is different, has a story and ideas. And yeah, that's basically how Ibuka was made. It's a network of a group of people. And from this little group, now we are even working to enlarge it and yeah. to co-involve uh, new people, new person that maybe like us were I don't know, afraid, alone, sure. they felt alone too. I used to feel alone and the only one in the world, but Especially I discovered, where you grew up? yeah, 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 while, yeah, during my, I don't know, my teen years, I don't know, it's, I felt alone and I felt the crazy one, but now I really, you know, I really know that I am the same and I mm. am the, the free one because I realized. Uh, yeah, so back where you grew up, it's that little society telling you telling you you're not normal but when you come to Milan and find your friends and community you're realizing no like this freedom and your own personal liberation that's actual normal yeah because i was not healthy i mean i suffered depression a lot for one year and a an half and i was not even able to i know i stopped doing everything i was just in the bed and that was really, really bad and I wasn't realizing it at the time, but just after it, just now maybe that I can say that I'm happy. I don't know, I've been suicidal for this year and uh, every day I was thinking about dying and giving up. But I, you know, the, the thing was that I was stuck inside the, the outside, not the city, so yes. in the outside of the city in the you know small countries in small villages you know there is no thing such as freedom and uh, i don't know you can't be you can't be free and you don't even know what's freedom and because you are sort of encaged into this small reality what was when you were growing up in the smaller town what was something that you saw or read or heard um, witnessed perhaps in a book or a magazine or on, on, a, on the internet or television that made you say, whoa, I didn't know that existed and made you more curious and interested in perhaps a bigger city life to be able to explore these things. What, what was the first thing that kind of blew your mind, hmm. you know? Um, I think that inside of myself, I always felt there was more in life. Inside? There was, yeah, yeah. Since, I know, I don't know, I have remember i don't know since my memory started i always had this feeling that it was more out 
out to this. I don't know. I'm very curious. I don't know. So I always have this feeling that is more there is that I am limited and maybe we are limited and we should seek more freedom. Mm -hmm. And uh, but of course I was yeah forced to be inside of my family because I was very young. So um, and still you know with school and finishing my my education even though I'm studying also now and I'm university, but so I was, you know, I had to be there and I also acknowledged that. So I was like, yeah, I should uh, wait. And I invested my time in reading, in seeing movies, in, in reading a lot of different stuff from literature, but also politics, philosophy and again movies and listening to a lot of music and trying to I don't know to expand myself but from the inside because I wasn't I I couldn't expand myself outside so sure sure and uh, when did you start uh, maybe you know do you like did you early on did you like to take photographs did you like to write draw um, when did you start to like actually physically create things? I've always been very creative and I I take pictures, but everything was everything is very unofficial because I've never studied art and never been to a class or uh, did the course. So mm -hmm. everything it's you know, I just simply take pictures. Mm -hmm. I just take the camera and use this medium to try to express myself. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I recognize all this just just now, I would say, because before everything was, you know, I can sell that, as I said before, but I didn't have the, maybe, you know, it's all these books, all these experiences that made, you know, that I discovered the new words to express myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that imagery, it's very important to expand your possibilities because as long as you don't even have the, the words, how can you, I don't know, if you can dream it, you can have it in a sort of sense because That's I can so imagine, I have this image, but if you don't even imagine it, how can you do it? So it's really important to have a culture to to read to write to to speak to others to, mm -hmm. to try to be a better person because yes i must admit it but i think that education is important and also free education i read books not for the university or for the school but because i was attracted to it right i felt that feeling of freedom as you said before mm -hmm. it's like it's like uh, non magnetic it's yeah and what that does for your imagination probably helps you grow even within that the teenage years yes yeah yeah okay um you good you want to pour the yeah okay yeah. no like okay pause it okay okay but we were recording like for real yeah we were recording out. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything you're saying is very important, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah it's difficult because it's very complex and I'm trying to express Start now. at the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, now I'm able maybe to express this because... To Dr. Fred, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, sure, why not? Everything's very new for me mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why. So it's been a very, very specific, complex, and interesting journey over the last couple of years. Yeah, two years um, this year. Because basically, I was, I was stuck. I couldn't be myself. And I couldn't live. So I was fake with my friends, with my family, because if I'm not myself, it's fake. So, and I was. Yeah, I was sick because of this, because I was repressed and I was not understood. I was, yeah, I thought I was crazy. I thought that I was alone. Mm -hmm. As soon as you go out and you take your freedom, yeah, you, you re realize that you're not alone and you are, yeah, you can be free. And when you, so when you arrived here a couple of years ago, what? what instantly became illuminated and beautiful about that new freedom? Freedom itself, you know, the, and also the responsibility of freedom, because when I was back home in my family, you know, I could blame my family for, for me and for, of all this shit that happened. I can say oh, yeah. such words. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. But, now, you know, I'm free, so my failure or my success, it's all about me. And, you know, it's it's good for me. I needed this very much. I needed to feel this responsibility because in this way, you know, I feel honest about mm -hmm. what I do and what I am. And I think it's very important to be honest with yourself. So. Did you, um, back with your family just before the move or at any point, you know, was there a lot of, uh, you know, so uh, there was obviously inner conflict, right? But was there any pushing back conversations with parents or even maybe siblings or other family, if you have it, about kind of your ideals mm -hmm. and, you know, did your true self start to come out and did that cause friction while you were back home? Yeah, the problem is that uh, my family is very common, I would say, very middle class with simply with life, but also with ideals and way of thinking. So for them, uh, I think they, they cannot see this. They just see that I'm gay and they are homophobic a bit. And, you know, they blame that for my diversity, for my willing to express myself or, you know, this is the social category they put me in. Mm. In fact, there is a lot more, but mm -hmm. yeah, the problem is that they are, I don't know, my grandma doesn't even speak Italian. So yeah, she just speaks dialects, but mm -hmm. that's very common in Italy, especially outside the center of you know, cities and stuff like this. So, um, so there is this, yeah, this education thing, I think, because I am the first or second person that in my family is in the university or has, has tried it. Mm -hmm. So this, like, ascesa. <laughs> um. This grows, this, this grows because I am the first one, second one that did this thing, you know, university. My mm. family is very, I'm not saying poor, but no, it's working normal class. people. Yeah, working class and mm. okay. also with ideas it's very close-minded so mm -hmm. i basically run out because of because i was gay 
yeah, that's the, the simple thing to say, but actually, you know, there is more and more and more. And again, I discovered it just now that I'm trying to understand and I'm putting effort into, you know, mm. an analysis of my life and mm -hmm. what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and why mm -hmm. I'm like this and I act like this and I think this and not that. Okay. Do you go by, is Silvio the name you were born with or did you go by a different name? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> I'm, this is not my real name. Mm. Silvio, it's a name that I, I gave my baptism some months ago. Your own baptism? Yeah, 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 because I wanted to, you know, I realized that today words means a lot and the words we use and we, we say means you know, they have a very powerful meaning. So I, yeah, I'm also inspired by the trans movement, you know, this idea of trans, you know, this moving, changing and- Fluidity. Yeah, fluidity, but also transforming yourself mm. into what you want to be and what you really are, you know, being able to do it. So adopting this name maybe is helpful for me to be and stay the person I want to be and even do more and try to evolve all the time. Uh -huh. My actual name is Davide. Okay. All right. And how old are you? 21. 21. And what other things, you've been here a couple of years in Milan, um, what other things have started to become because you said, yes, simple answer is I'm gay and I got out but the more complex things are what you're learning about yourself only in this short time. What other things are starting to become more clear to who you are and how is that affecting how you navigate community of other, the gay community, queer community, arts community? Um, I realized that um, I wasn't that limited. I, I achieved, you know, points that I wasn't even able to imagine or dream. I discovered that I am able to be better, to change, and it's good to change. So um, this uh, you know, gave me such hope, such, I don't know, this strength, because I saw that I can change, so maybe I can also change others and Mm -hmm. you know my surroundings and mm -hmm. everything and the more i change and the more i want to change i want to change the others because uh, yeah i used to not understand and feel bad about it but now you know also a book of basically it's it's this you know this hope in the future and into work and to not profit work because this is not profit we do it no i'm right a student <laughs> i'm a student and the other collaborates are uh, i don't know they work they yeah. do their shit <laughs> yeah, yeah but sometimes we meet up we join and we discuss and we do this too mm -hmm. because we have the you know the the hope in the future and that things can be changed because we directly saw in our lives that things can change. So yeah. this was very important. Yeah, let's, so let's stick with change. Um, what stories or narratives out there in society 
are some of the what are some of the narratives in society that you want to change and the Ibuko wants to change? Yeah, well, actually a lot. Yeah, because it's both. Let's talk about it. Yeah, because it's both written and has imagery and has image photographs and drawings, sketches, collage. So we want to change you know, the way bodies are represented, femininity and all this kind of stuff, but also in the content. For mm -hmm. example, um, we do everything that's printed. So we put the words, we change you know, fonts and we put parts of the text with images and everything has an order and also to do, I don't know, not a magazine, not a fanzine, but something else. Yeah. Yeah. More free, yeah. free from also the, you know, the, the past, free, free from the past, from the, the way, the, the proper way to do, I don't know, editoria. Yes. It's to do press. press. I don't know. We want to do different press. We want to do our press. Um, we don't think it's important to look at the past too much, but just at the future to just at the present. Mm -hmm. We are very focused on the present. This is like, uh, I don't know, heritage for, for the future. We are documenting mm -hmm. what we are and what we, what we see and what we want to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And back to like, you know, changing or, or deciding to be referred to as Silvio. Yes. And three months ago only or four, yeah. three, four months ago. And even deciding now, this is maybe a little playful, but deciding on that name Silvio in a country where that name Silvio is uh, <laughs> thought of in, in around the world, yeah. people hear Silvio. Yeah, that's did, fine. You, did you think about that? Uh, yeah, you first think about this and it's funny because I am like this and I do such stuff. So Silvio Berlusconi and me, it's like opposite. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. It's like, I don't know. But actually it's because of Silvia Plath. I don't mm. know, this is very important to me. She's my favorite person, mm. I would say. Since when? Since, I don't know, when I was uh, 14, I read the first the poems, mm -hmm. very heavy. <laughs> and then I, I don't know, I felt something and I wanted to discover more. And, and I felt, I feel very attached to her and to her life, to her story. You know, that story talks with me every day. Wow. And also through her journey. It's okay. Or... Hey, it's okay. We got a little. We're good. Yeah. Okay. It's just a stolen car. Okay. And no, it's very important. Uh, her journals. You know, this is my favorite book. You know, from Sylvia Plath because she was, you know, a sort of martyr of her period of time. Martyr of freedom. Martyr of women. So. Mm -hmm. She's very, I don't know, like a saint for me, like to very important story that everyone should know and know better outside the image that we have, like the suicidal who puts her hand inside of the oven and just die. Yeah. But more complex and true because she was very inspiring, I think. And her story speaks also today mm. for our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You hear that out there? Re-examine what even the ways we learn about the people we know are awesome and dope, 
still you know looking deeper into the people who we who might be our heroes yeah we should also question how we learn things yeah that's why i really believe that you know the print mm -hmm. the print paper it's very um powerful it's a powerful media mm -hmm. because it's an object in uh, our virtual society and social medias you know we forgot to read and to be careful and to touch to have more senses involved yeah so the print paper is very good both mm -hmm. for images and for uh, text and i don't know you can have a relationship with an object yeah it's also yeah. you can read it you can share it you can give it to a friend you can put a page off and put it in your wall because it inspires you or whatever so mm. yeah, how does how does juxtaposing the onslaught the onslaught of social media and this everywhere we turn everywhere we look everywhere literally five ten feet in any direction when we're out of our homes we see a smartphone or we see an advertisement especially in big cities and you are really trying to cultivate this print medium in your own way so you're trying to create a medium within a medium which is the printed press and it's even educational buco is even educational um when you're thinking of social media how does that uh like continue to motivate you to make something as real as can be although and also complex and beautiful and fun you, you know obviously you have fun and we can talk about that more but how are you thinking of uh, really how are you motivated to make this print thing so much more important even if it is sometimes subjective to the greater world that is obsessed with the false realities of social media false media are um, social media are a lie i mean um we think they are a word but in fact they are just a medium it's just virtual way to connect to others it's not a virtual world i don't know the, the more i grow up even though i'm just 21 and i am i i was born in the digital era so i always had the phone and the internet and everything but now i'm starting to realize that that separated me from my real life or from my real bondages mm. you know my friends my my life too i mean um i'm not looking at the phone every time now i i i use less instagram i use less facebook but when i do i try to post interesting and very meaningful things for me so i just use it a little and when needed not too much because we waste so much time on social media and for what i don't know Mm. just for entertaining because even when we read sometimes some articles about politics and stuff like this anyway it's it's supposed to be for the online so it's not complete it's not uh, i don't know you get distracted by notification well, so it's it's an it has another value i don't know it's more uh, virtual would you think that you know say a political a political article designed for social media is also not designed to make us think even though we're reading about an important issue i don't know we should be very careful uh, of no when uh, and 
where, from where, which is the source. I don't know. In Italy, there's no such thing as free press. So every... Il Buco. Il Buco, yeah. Mm -hmm. only, only the underground, yeah. uh, not legal stuff, I would yeah. say. But every, uh, every giornale has... Yeah, every newspaper, every newspaper has, you know, fundings from the politics. So they have to take apart. So they, mm -hmm. they, they're not free simply because they're moved by economics. Mm -hmm. So this thing, you know, the underground press is very important, especially in countries like us, I would say that, you know, yeah, you are free on the, I don't know, on the laws, but on the effects, you know, in real life, you are very, very limited to express your freedom because of censorship, but also because you are not able to do it. Like, mm. I don't know, we got beaten, uh, a lot of women in Italy got killed. There is a lot of hate, also race hate and about the LGBT community, queer people. You know, we are very traditionalist, so it's difficult for the ones who want to make a change Mm -hmm. to live and to work and to try to mm -hmm. to do it and and how do you um you know you're, you're young to some aspects in life but in terms of approaching uh, in, in terms of approaching activism or protest or community gatherings or these art spaces these collective art spaces where you can create physical material to speak speak your truths and speak your voices like how do you choose or even balance what spaces yourself to go into and still maintain enough energy to take care of yourself yeah this is a nice question because um we have two lives <laughs> we have our institutional life like we study we work uh, we find some way the money to pay our rents and bills and everything but we still have a part of ourselves that's true that that wants to do something even outside the optical of economics and commerce you know that part uh, talks of change and wants to do it because yeah, it's difficult to find a way to survive if you have certain ideas in this society. I don't think that escaping, going outside the society, I don't know, like in Asia, doing agriculture is not a free choice for me because as long as this choice is made from our structure, our society, then that means that I'm not free. So mm -hmm. I want to be free also to work now and try to get a solution so yeah it's a compromise sort of but a good compromise so mm. i'm studying yes but i know that this is just a job mm -hmm. my real purpose in life maybe is doing what i like to do and also doing it i don't know for free mm. Mm. you um the journey of arriving in milan to live and um finding community in in the LGBTQ community, the arts community, like how has that journey progressed in terms of making meaningful connections, not just across collaboration and creation, but also 
you know, personally, um, beautiful friendships, how are those connections weaving themselves? Um, what's that journey like? Well, uh, Il Buco was born by me and my friends, basically. So it's very, very connected. As soon as I got in Milan, I was, I was like, gosh, I want to start. This is what it feels like. I was like this, I was thinking this because I, I finished a chapter of my life. Sometimes I need to do it. I, I have to period and new page in order to move in, maybe, and also to understand. And that was very intense and very quick in just two years. I don't know. I met new people because I was very open-minded. I, I am always trying to talk with people to understand, to, I don't know, I'm very curious and expansive. Or I want to be Silvio is, maybe David I was a little less, mm -hmm. but now I really understood, I really understood that, you know, we have also other values like the others mm -hmm. and also sharing and also, yeah, sharing uh, ideals and il buco is it's like this everything was by everything was very natural mm -hmm. we we just we were like yeah we should do something but yeah what uh, collective uh, fanzine or we should do groups we should uh, i don't know do a website and at the end i was the one that said yeah um, that said yeah, let's do a magazine. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Um, it's cheaper. We can do it. We have, you know, even though we're not professionists, we have the skills. We we can use the print paper in order to do everything we want and to express because yes, text and images. That's the idea. Mm -hmm. So we, yeah, everything was born spontaneously, and every day is growing. Also, El Buco is changing every day, I think, because yeah. it was very small. We were just uh, half a dozen, but now we got to know a lot of people and a lot, a lot of other realities and collectives that want to join up and do independent events. So mm -hmm. it's becoming bigger mm. because, yeah, we are in Italy. In, it, in Italy, yes, we are, even though Milan is the biggest, you know, in the in the mind of Italy, it's the <laughs> open mind. This it's the, and also has this idea of European city, even though it's very Italian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very beautiful to see that there is something beneath. There is uh, an underground culture, an underground scene. There is people. There are people who wants to do something and do, who wants to do it in a proper way, in a good way not exploiting others mm. or not to not it's not just a question of power of money of ego of you know it's meaningful it's more intense and it's more deeper it has a meaning it's not just aesthetics it's, it's not just you know consume yeah how is um finding these deeper connections within all of these intertwined communities made you feel more confident as silvio yeah, I now I feel confident about it because you know when you see another person who's struggling for the same, you know you feel less alone, 
and you're also motivated to do more and you can share this pain and it's lighter i don't know mm. and <clears throat> and together you know we can do something you know as long as we are just atoms we are we don't have a power but when we connect uh, we do like galaxies i don't know i think mm. that we are like stars and we should just throw some lines and do the galaxy hey. and it's like yeah a concept of network sort of like network social networks but they're not used to communicate communicate in a good way or yeah. to connect people but it's again another place to hate and false uh, information and consume yeah what what are some of the what are uh, a or more than one like most starkly what are some false narratives stories out there that you really think need to be changed immediately like what are the false narratives that you want to push back against the most right now well today i think that Okay. All right. Today, I think that um, there are some interesting questions and questions that has to be solved. Um, women, non-white people, LGBT people, queer people, and I would say poor people, but usually poor people, it's connected to all of this. So this is what we really, really stand for, even though we are like ecologists, anti-specists, and really believe that, you know, in order to be a human being, to be better, and when you build a consciousness, you realize that nothing is separated and science, literature, so everything is connected. So you can't be feminist and then you know, be trans excludent or you can't be queer and not, uh, no, it's, you should do better. You should uh, stand for others too, not mm. just for what I am, because in fact, we are, we are fighting for the same thing. I don't know. Mm. It's, it's like we are in the fog of hate. Um, if I'm not free, then you're not free. Yeah. 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 Um, and how, obviously, Ibuko has grown and it's a living, growing thing in a good way. And these other uh, arts communities are seeing what you're doing and being inspired by that. And it's also probably inspiring you all to keep going. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, do you, do you, are you are you in communication with your family back home? Like, what has been their response to all this amazing work you've been doing? My family, yeah. Like, is, what's their response <laughs> to this amazing work? Um, they barely know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they barely know, because they are much more concerned about my institutional life, so university and doing exam and be on time and doing everything as fast as I can in order to get a job, but. For me, this is not the priority. You know, I also decided to, you know, I'm late in university. I'm, uh, I'm doing exams, but I'm also doing my stuff. So that means that I, I will be late one year, two years, but 
honestly, I don't give a shit yeah. because I'm doing what I feel like I'm doing and what I have to do. So anyway, there are no jobs in Italy and it's very difficult, but not just in Italy. I think the crisis is very global. So what's the point in having a job that barely, that barely covers your, your place and being tired all the time and doing a shit job and you are just more angry and more diffident and more uh, alone too. I mean, very tired too. So yeah, this is very important to find a good balance, the compromise in order to stay true to yourself, but yeah. also pay rent and yeah. find the money to eat. Yeah. Are, are there, have there been ways that you... But I am I am privileged, I must admit, because my family pays for everything. So, because that's the only... <laughs> not the only bond I have, but it's very important also because, yeah, I am the first one who's going to university so they mm -hmm. they put respect and on pride it. Yeah. yeah and I know that they want just me to be not a good person but I know that they don't know that something is more important that mm. university and doing you know your normal life your job and but also something else I don't know something more deeper that I always felt mm. Do they call you Silvio? No, of course. <laughs> no, no, no. They can't upset this. But I always, I also. Um, but you ask, told them. You yeah, told yeah, them. yeah. But just maybe for a joke, but this is not serious for them. But I mean, I don't blame them because I know that they can't understand what I know. Mm. So yeah, back then when I was 17, you know, punk, punk uh, period of the life. I really, really hated my my family, but especially my mom. Yes, mom issues. Um, and also very physically, I'm not, I'm totally a pacifist. I've never, you know, kicked out someone or uh, no. But in that period of my life, I also felt, uh, you know, that very, very repressed anger that even for me, you know, it was, it was very violent and I'm not violent at all, but I wanted to kill her literally, you know, I meant it, <laughs> but no, I didn't, of course, <laughs> because I stayed, um, I took a, a long breath and <sighs> I have to wait and then I will do my shit and I'm trying to do it now. Is there a way that you have, um, taking the times or at any times that you were angry and transfer that that type of energy into being creative yes of course and how do you do that of course because um anger pain solitude uh, all these bad feelings that you can feel <clears throat> you can you have to accept them and then trying to solve or, ex or exp express them not to repress and art of course is a meaning it's a medium of emotions and it's very emotional and helps a lot about this a lot of art is about pain solitude or anger or 
I don't know, also good emotions, but usually, you know, bad emotions are more strong. But yeah, that's another thing I, you know, I discovered the new side of me who's very happy and very, you know, living full. I never thought that I would say that life is beautiful. This is very, I thought that it was stupid and fake and I don't know. But now I, yeah, I affirm it. Life is beautiful. Life mm. can be beautiful, should be beautiful. And, mm -hmm. and it's very important to, to also to, to keep the art part of yourself. Mm -hmm. Because again, art is expression mm -hmm. and should be expression, not just the market. Right. Should be expression of our consents, of our emotions of our ideas of what we want what we are and this is all culture and you know it's simply this but you know economics maybe uh, ruined a lot of stuff also relationships but you know i we have to start to analyze our reality our society in order to understand and then trying to live better mm. because we know very, very, just the very surface of what it, it's, it's all, it's all under our eyes, I think, but. So something changed yeah, because for you, you, you decided, you made a choice to see life as beautiful. Yeah, but I just realized it after, you know, a period of life in which I was, I was just analyzing, I was trying to understand my emotion and why people behave like this, why questioning, questioning about everything. And then I was free and then I was happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very logical, I think. Now I think it's very logical, but back then it was very confused. Mm -hmm. You stay, you have to stay true. Okay. Yeah. Always trust your guts, always. Mm -hmm. And so what are like, what are some, some foundations of your creative freedom? Is it fashion? Is it photography? Like what things do you, what things like give you a lot of enthusiasm around, you know, just literally leaving your house every day and thinking about the world and how you can express yourself creatively? Well, um, for now, I mostly do pictures portraits, self-portraits, mm -hmm. and I write. That's the thing, but I also know now that I can take, you know, a pencil and start to draw and they will be the same thing for me. You know, I, yes, of course, I should give some skill. I should learn the, you know, the <laughs> techniques, but you know, when you understand that art is a medium of your expression for me i can also i don't know do painting sculpture i would even like to dance to be an actor to play a role or whatever because yeah um it's i'm very fascinated by all mm -hmm. and i think also science um i used to be a very humanistic person i i hate uh, i hated <laughs> yeah i i have to separate uh, two parts of the life, David and Silvio. Mm. I'm, I used to had to hate, to hate um, mathematics and, but then, you know, I started to read some 
books about physics and I started to say, well, this is, yeah, this is like a metaphor or this is like, mm, it works for me too. I don't know the movements of the stars of, you know, the, the laws of the universe, Stephen Hawking's, whatever. Mm-hmm. Guys, read because mm-hmm. everything it's useful to understand and analyze, you know, your reality. Huh. And that's the only way, that's, that's the weapon, you know, to get your freedom, you know, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right on, right on. Quick follow. Also to... Oh, um, go ahead, no, 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 say it, say it. <laughs> no, and also to, to, to be free. No, <laughs> I shouldn't redo it. <sighs> mm. Take your time. I know. Mm. And also to be free. And also to choose freely what you really want to eat. Choose freely, not by conditioning, not because I don't know, it's it's in the university or because I've seen it in advertisement or it's the best book, said Bahut. It's the best seller. What does it mean? Nothing. You should read what's interesting for you and what gives you another point of perspective. I don't know, I like to read different stuff, but this is like music. I don't know, I like a lot of music jazz pop electronic and the more i grow up and the more i like different kind of music punk rock alternative uh, old stuff new stuff independent very commercial well very commercial no (laughs) (laughs) but i am i listen to it because i want to you know i want to understand so even though i don't like it i accept it and Mm. you know i'm trying to also understand why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it because you know, I'm, it's just simple hate or stupid hate or, you know, just common sense, which is not common <laughs> and it's not very sense. It's, I don't know. Or it's because of what? Uh, I really don't like it. I don't approve it. Why don't approve it? Yeah, mm. you should really question all the time everything because that's the only way you understand your freedom. Mm-hmm. I don't think freedom exists, you know, in the simple sense. I really believe that everyone is half of percent their self and half of percent their surrounding, mm-hmm. which means where they lived, you know, their, their personal story, their, their social story. So we are free, but we are influenced by you know, our surrounding, the period of the time we live, you know, mm. the space we are, you know, if we are in Africa, if we are in Asia, if we are in America or whatever. And um, yeah. It's hmm. real. Yeah, um, quick break, right? Breaks, yeah. Get water if you gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, this is great, like, 
uh, I was coming here. I actually was traveling to Italy uh, just alone. I, I, three times, a few times a year, I try to just escape. Trump land, you know. I take the tobacco because I really need it. I'm so fucking nervous. No, yeah, yeah, you're doing great. Uh, you feel okay though? I'm feeling good, but this is like when you feel tense because just get a little smoke. Just emotions. I also accept, you know, this bad part of the life. I don't know. I'm not afraid of that. Uh, I think that that should be you not know, talked about. Should be not. Also the pain, you know, I accepted the pain I have been through because it's because of that pain that now I feel good and mm. I know what good is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's I really believe that, you know, experiencing is the first thing. Mm -hmm. You can't say no I don't like this just because I don't know. I don't like it. No. Why you don't like it? Try it. Maybe you like it, or I don't know. And, and if there was ever any, I mean, you found meaning within the pain, right? Yeah, of course. And and again, I wouldn't be me now if the past was different. Yeah. So yeah. without the pain, without all the bad thoughts, without all the difficulties and all the years I've been waiting. Uh, to move on and to move on and to move in Milan mm. <laughs> or whatever. I mean, I don't even. Uh, I just moved out. I Milan was just another city. I it's mm -hmm. just. Uh, I wanted to even go out of Italy. Actually, I wanted to go to Berlin because I studied German and French, and of course English, at college, uh, high school. But I was like, um, Berlin, maybe it's a bit too much. It's a bit too much temptations. I don't know. I don't want to go there and after three months becoming uh, Christian F or something like this, selling mm. my ass to a stranger at Banff so to sell heroin or stuff like this, because, you know, I, I had zero freedom. So mm -hmm. going from zero to a hundred, yeah, a hundred was also in Milan, <laughs> in fact. So, but of course it was a good choice, and also staying in in Italy and be, I don't know, not doing too much. And again, do not change, do not choose because you know that's what you heard. Because in Italy we say, yeah, if you want to work or study good, you have to go out. You know, mm -hmm. all the we say the. Fuga di cervelli, you know, the escapings of brains, because all the minds go out of Italy in order to study and to do what they really want. Mm. But, you know, I, I'm very young, so I can stay and I want, I like to, I like to stay mm -hmm. here in Italy because mm. I think that here there is something to be done. Damn. And now that I'm young and I have, and have energies and hopes, yeah. I can have them because life hasn't ruined me yet mm -hmm. yeah i have to be here and i have to fight and i want to fight and i want to to mm -hmm. do something meaningful mm -hmm. and try to change i don't know what does it mean to change mm -hmm. to change me to change everything to change who to change what but it's important to not to stay you know in the past and 
especially if this is not good, especially if there is no justice and you know, people are being oppressed and exploited and again. And then you have, so you have, you have cynicism, right? Mm-hmm. And you have hope. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that? Yeah, it's like a part of it. It's like a process. You, I first had, you know, cynicism and I still am very cynic because things are like this. Fucked up. Whatever you are in Italy, America, everything, you know, there are some problems. There are some problems, just a few. A few. <laughs> a few. So um, the first thing is realize it. And yeah, that means also to feel disgusted and to feel pain or hate because you realize that things are not good, that things are different from what I believe. So in the first time, maybe you are shocked and I don't know, you react also emotionally, but these emotions, maybe through art or through something, can be used in order to change and to to give you hope. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, I, I'm very pragmatic. Um, I don't believe in things just because someone told me. Mm-hmm. I really have to see it in order to believe it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this. We, we sort of did it. It's very small, it's very territorial, it's very underground, just a few people knows us, follow us. But it's going, it's real and it's mm-hmm. going, it's becoming larger and also this you know this this situation it's it's uh, i i wasn't even able to imagine that this could happen to me now mm-hmm. two years ago or three years ago mm-hmm. i don't know yeah so it has a, a good response and all this energy and all these efforts are yeah they are put but they give you back they turn back and know they it's like karma sort of sure, sure, sure. but maybe more free than karma i don't know mm-hmm. i really believe in in nothing i would say i believe in chaos and infinite infinite possibilities so it's up to us to catch them and try to get a sense of all this mm-hmm. that's that balance Roll that cigarette. <laughs> so, it's good. It's very... <clears throat> I'm starting to think that some thoughts sounds very oriental in a sense because, you know, Western culture is much more about logics and I don't know, it's different. But in Asia, you know, there are some Zen concepts and some ideas like the idea of the zero, the of the of this state, <coughs> and also, you know, this idea of the circle. You know, Western means linear, also in time and structure of society, the power, the hierarchy, and everything. But 
in other countries, you know, there are some things that I I would like to know. I would like to know what, you know, other countries. And I think that they could be very useful because we should really enlarge our, our way to to consider things and we should really enlarge our our weight of mind because we are very limited actually mm-hmm. we just have and i don't know why because it's 2018 so you know with internet we should be able to have a global you know society sort of humanity in a bigger sense yeah. also with the culture i don't know i read every i read french books i read german American books, uh, I see films from everywhere. I listen to music from the every, you know, I have a lot of, we have a lot of uh, datas, literally. We have a lot of instruments, you know, we have all the power. We have like a full table ready mm-hmm. with every kind of, I don't know, I would, I would say, gone but i'm in a pacifist sense we have all the weapons to do yes a real change and to become a better person yes i don't know to be human because um human what does it mean you know in uh, in an issue of il buco um we talked about this a bit actually in two because uh, well <laughs> some themes are uh, you know, they go okay. back, yeah, they go, they, they are like constant, of course. And we asked ourselves, what is human? What does it mean? You know, what values, what is hum- human now? And I think that we are not human. I think that we are, we are just playing roles about the real life that we should really live, you know, it's what you are you are a black person you are a gay man you are you see it's just categorization it's just uh, tags it's just uh, a market it's you know also (laughs) it's interesting but i have to i have to say this that in italy there is no thing you know there is no law against homophobia homotransphobia Mm -hmm. but we are able to not marry, but it's different. Unirsi civilmente. It's it's not a real marriage, so it's like a civil union. Mm-hmm. So um, we are, we have the law to have you know our union, but we don't have the law against discrimination. It's like I think that's so stupid, and that means that. There is liberalization, but not real freedom because you are free to marry a man. But still, if you do, they will put violence because some months ago in August 2018 in Verona, a couple of men, uh, they almost got their house burned because some neo fascist Mm -hmm. uh, shit people like this. Uh, they throw oil and they wanted to put the whole house on fire and with the gas, with the spray, you know, with the 
with the spray they 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 wrote uh, really bad words and also this propaganda to nazism again it's becoming a trend yeah i don't know this is so disturbing i would say because um a hundred years ago we already saw what happened and that 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 was a problem because if you want to see it in a more historical way you know the i i would say that the the hiroshima bomb the nuclear bomb did not bomb the the city but the person we are atoms now we don't feel you know this empathy and this one you know we want to be alone we are alone mm. it's okay to be alone yes it is but again it's a step i've been alone a lot of time and that was useful but at certain point also in order to survive <laughs> i had to go out mm. myself mm-hmm. like if you want to put it in more philosophical mm-hmm. but also to know people and a lot of strength i received from my friends and also ilbuco again it's collective and mm-hmm. against uh, without them nothing would be possible and that's that's total true mm-hmm. wow things are happening and are are real but uh, are against the law mm-hmm. yeah another question is what is legal what is what is uh, right uh, like human right also immigration here in Italy it's a very very touchy subject and uh, yeah racism it's uh, something well again like uh, in the in almost every part of the world I think I don't think that in Italy is worse than France or Germany or America we simply have different problems and I don't know. Anyway, it's I don't, I don't think about it, but because <laughs> everywhere, every place you are, you not know, still there is racism and hate and all this kind of stuff. So, but we try to pick touchy subjects and also try to give new meanings to the words we use because maybe it's not correct. I don't know. Another thing that I would like to say is that with the relationships with love relationships mm-hmm. um i don't know i often think that boyfriend girlfriend what does it mean i don't know i couple what does it mean what and especially how much effective these words are on our relationships again how much words give the shape of the reality yeah so it's uh it's yeah it's critics it's all about critics and it's important to stay critic because this is like a way to analyze it's like scientifical method critics Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. critic everything and it's like it's like god you know it's a third eye that outside you can critic everything but the critic because it's again just a way of thinking actively i think so it's very important and it's a word that we should use more and we should think more criticity being critic mm. yeah because it's strictly connected to freedom and to yeah. i don't know reality and to the, the truth mm-hmm. so and 
what does uh, maybe that another constant, what is one of those things that's keeping you motivated um, to continue to be critical, to continue to notice a way you want to express yourself with your camera lens? Like, what are you waking up thinking about every day that said, I want to know I have to live this duality of education, university, but also what's motivating you to remind yourself or reminding you to get up and be energized to go create what is a lot of times the unknown, right? No guarantees, right? <laughs> no guaranteed money, yeah. you know, yeah. all of yeah. that. To face the, the unknown. To yeah. face What's motivating future. you to keep facing that? I think it's necessity. Mm-hmm. You know, my motivation is my need to to live, to live. You know, real life, authentic life, be myself, uh, accept what I want, uh, everything I feel, and and use this also as a motivation because. You know, for me, maybe it was clear because for me it was <laughs> death or life question because I used to feel very bad about my life. So for me, it was very clear. Maybe for others, it's not very clear because we live in a comfortable society, which maybe give us the illusion to have a life. But actually, maybe it's actually yeah, not maybe, actually, mm-hmm. just actually, it's just surviving and it's not living. So the more you realize it and the more it's like the it's a push for for going out and it's, no, it's the, there's no way back. Once mm-hmm. you are you, you face the truth and you, you accept it, this is the real motivation and, and it's forever. It can be changed. Because it's like, I don't know, a burn. You burn and it's always in your skin, in your body. And even when it's scary, it's necessary even when to it's go in that scary direction. and whatever it means. I don't know. May I don't want to listen this again like in 10 years and or maybe 12 years. And maybe I will be another fat, uh, hairless old man with a job, like very sad and something like this but now i am 21 and i and i choose to believe in the future and because it's up to me it's my future that's the point mm-hmm. i mean young people are more important in the future because they mm-hmm. are the future so i want to be a part of my future and yeah yeah, yeah. i want to save myself and my generation yeah. because young people is very um, you know the youth now it's very delicate i would say um, I don't know, depression, anxiety, and all this stuff. Um, it's just about us. It's that it's it's new. It's new. It's a new story. It's you know, one hundred years ago. You no, know, people used to simply work. You know, I I would simply work and not think about you know the. I should uh, re- re-explain this because <laughs> it's a bit, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So youth is very delicate because we are our future and we should 
build up our future. And I don't know, it's up to us and it's our duty to change it because it's our duty to, to be conscious about our situation, to, to change it. So that's where I find uh, my motivation mm. in the simple need, the simple and hearted need. Mm. When, when are you having the most fun doing your work? <laughs> well, actually a lot of fun during the work because, uh, yeah, one is, it's not necessarily opposite to the other and, you know, work should be fun <laughs> too. And, um, but I am, I actually have a special moment in, in which I feel really, really happy about the whole work and the whole process and uh, every effort we put and I put in as a director. It's when we do the presentation, you know, the first moment when the issue is out, mm -hmm. we do this little event in a bar, Zona Navigli, mm. you know, Navigli in Milano. And it's not boring. It's just, that's the beautiful thing because yeah, a lot of people are for Ibuco and they read it and we talk about uh, the contents and stuff like this. So maybe a bit boring, but in that special occasion, I like to, you know, to put uh, a not no. serious mood, more fun, more, uh, and I see that everyone you know, every friend, every contributor brings people, friends, I don't know what, whoever, yeah. and people starts to talk with each other and to know each other. And, and you love yeah, that. they start to speak about some important topics. They, they got to know each other. They you know it's like complex reality mm -hmm. and it's very beautiful to see that even though it's very little, mm -hmm we can create a reality, a safe space to in which people are just there for uh, good purposes, like knowing others and... And that also keeps you going when you witness yeah, those of parts. Course, yeah? Of course, I'm a part of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a very special moment because it's very honest and you simply see people drinking uh, and talking and everyone with everyone, not mm. just groups mm. or uh, everyone knows each other and everyone is curious and it's alive. And I don't know how to explain it, but. Okay. So obviously every question has been open-ended um, and I just want to reiterate, it always will be uh, this especially. Um, you can take this, take your answer, take this question any way you'd like having to do with anything. What are you tired of hearing? <laughs> hmm, that's the question. I would say hate because uh, it's very, very bad thing. It's separating, it's hurtful, it's, it's not fair, it's, and especially it's, 
it's not human, I would say. It's it's about animals, anger, this all these deep feelings that you know, hate as I intended in this sentence, irrational hate. I meant especially this not you know this general hate emotion that can be you know they can be also useful for you but this irrational hate uh, hate moved by simply the rhetoric simply the the media simply because you know it's a way to wash ourselves from our responsibility and you know I hate it, that means that I am better, in a sort of sense. So also to hate in order to feel good about yourself, because you're probably hiding something or repressing something. No, this is the the thing that I, w I don't want to hear anymore. Hate, hate. Maybe if you're angry, you just have, again, to breathe. <laughs> Take a moment. Not, do not talk, do not talk, because when I'm... When you're angry, maybe you won't say the the proper thing or you can't, you are moved by your emotions. So you're not logical. You probably you will, you will, you will say something you will regret or uh, so maybe it's just taking the time in silence, relax a bit and then trying to, to face uh, problems and try to resolve it yeah. also so hate is not useful it's just again power and all this all this all this stuff that it's not uh, it's not human for me mm -hmm. no what would you what's something you'd like to let all of the listeners know what do you want to say to the listeners <laughs> well i would mm, mm, there is hope simply there is hope because today I'm I'm here and three days ago I didn't even know and this thing happens a lot actually so you, did, you it, didn't know what I didn't know anything of this and you know about everything that's happening but the only thing is that you have to stay open and good and curious and mm -hmm. again do something get involved into something trying to be active try to bring up people try to you know all this kind of stuff and there is hope there is there is and whoever you are whatever you want and you can just take it mm -hmm. you can of course you have to find the way and it's stupid to be i don't know i dream just no big stuff i don't know i don't dream i don't dream too much i say i don't look at the stars because they're too far from me i would say so i also say be practical be honest and again be critic so also about your dreams but you know, life is a, a long journey, so one step by another, one chance by another, realizing, realizing, 
expanding yourself, being honest, trying to understand, share your ideas and your life. Yeah, it's, it's complex, but yeah, life is complex and we don't, we don't like to, to just the first part of it, the first line of it. There is this way of, <laughs> of saying in our group, um, um, the first line of the things, because I don't know, for example, in dictionaries, there is one word and, but of course, different meanings. So there is one line, second line, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So you have the first meaning, second, third, and you can't stop at the first mm. line of it. So the, the first, first line. line means this, you have, you don't have to be superficial. You don't, you shouldn't aspire to be superficial, to stay just at the surface of things, life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you should go deeper because yeah, it's life. Life, it's deep. Yeah. Is there any, any art, music or any kind of art that you're currently taking in that's really giving you a lot of energy? I would say a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And every day I, I get inspired by something. Um, I like different stuff. I don't. I don't like to to think in blocks. So music, so literature. I read. I listen to music. I. I do everything. I read uh, online. I read the books. Uh, I read. I read literature. Theater, music, every kind of music. Also podcasts sometimes and. In everything also in my daily life, I would say, you know, the people, the, the stories I listen to it, you know, all this is inspiration for me. So I would say just not one thing. And also like the question, it should be more opened because you, we can be inspired by everything, everything inspirational. And it's just a way of seeing and so staying, staying open is keeping you energized. Yes, yes. And also, you know, have a taste of a good taste, uh, a big taste, not just Italian music for Italians and American music for Americans and a certain genre or a certain whatever. It's very important because I, you know, I, I moved uh, a lot of I was looking into everything basically, and everything gave me I ideas. Mm -hmm. Also the book, which is, you know, a friend, uh, a friend of mine, like random stuff or simply a story. Yeah. yeah. Also this can give you inspiration and. It's definitely working everything. for you. Yeah. It's definitely working for me, but not simply for me, for a lot yeah. of people, I would yeah. say. Yeah, we are a minority because, again, this stuff, it's illegal, I would say. <laughs> it's keeping, it's kept very, very low key, low down, low subcultural, even though, I don't know, 50 years ago, you know, 68 happened and a lot of great ideas you know, in the first time of life, of the history, you know, the 68, I don't know, for us Europeans was 
you know, a strong, uh, strong period. Very interesting. And with the last issue, we... 68. We, 68, yes. 1968, you know, the what, what's, youth. What, what does that mean for you? For... Yeah, so... 68, a lot of other stuff happened in, this, yeah, in, country, look, in and, our country. And that's, yeah, 68, the cultural revolution, the young people, the working class. It was the, big here. Yeah, yeah, also in America, like Stonewall and mm -hmm. all these people going out in the streets and trying to get some justice, mm -hmm. and also feeling this responsibility. But in Europe, it was very, very important because really refreshed the air mm. a lot because you no know, abortion was not livable but yeah in that period of time you know you know sometimes we really have to face this we mm. are a part of something we are a part of society we are a part of culture and we should also fight for it i don't know it's it's difficult because this this realization it's very from milano and i would say for the cities especially in the city because back then i was not even able to do it and it's very difficult but people who live in the city like milano or big centers of no culture they should all go protesting they should all give this responsibility because cities you know what does it mean city it's it's the avant-garde of the culture it's where there is more freedom more independence and we are here for this you know i moved in here for for freedom for independence so especially in cities like again here in milan People should really go more and more and more protesting, but you can say this for every country who has, you know, powers, big powers that oppresses. We need to show oppress. up more. Show up yes. more everywhere. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, um, couple of, a couple of housekeeping things. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any social media that people can follow? Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. We have um, an Instagram. We have a Facebook page. Is it under at? Il Buco Fanzine. Okay. Um, Il Buco Fanzine. Let's, let me try to take a stab. Yeah. At I-L-B-U-C-O-F-A-N-Z-I-N-E. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we else? have an Instagram, we have a Facebook, but um, again, uh, it's we consider these as you know medium to connect for sure. Yeah, of course, there is again an artwork, you know, for example, the grid of the Instagram, of course, it's sure. it's very visual and we try to to make it beautiful and awesome. to use uh, you know, the 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 social media in a good way yeah, yeah. but also you know just for communication just yeah let's see each other at the standing we are going to be inside of this festival like for example this weekend the past weekend uh we've been to this festival here in milano of independent music on uh free press and 
yeah, just put an Instagram stories and yeah, come visit us, come sure. talk with us, For and sure. we're going to to share ideas. Awesome. Well, everybody follow at Ibuko Fanzine. Do you want people to follow you anywhere else? Mm, we have also a Tumblr blog, which is like a site. Uh, we put every content of Ilbuko there. And again, awesome. it's ilbukofanzin.tumblr.com. Thank you, Silvio, for joining us on Weapon of Choice podcast. It's been such a pleasure to uh, be talking to you here in Milan, Italy. Uh, we're hugely honored because I'm out here just on vacation. And why not speak to some amazing people and artists who are doing some amazing things for change in Italy. So we really appreciate having you on. I really appreciate. Thanks so much. Awesome. It's amazing. And yeah, life is beautiful. You heard it. Peace out, y'all. Thank you, Silvio. And thank you for your truth. Mm. We appreciate your perspectives and, uh, and everything that you've uh, let us into. And uh, yeah, what a um, what a great conversation and uh, pleasure it was to have that conversation while I was in Italy, and I'm grateful for uh, that opportunity and that connection. Again, shout out to Stephanie and Giovanna. Love y'all. Um, you know, hope we all can just keep on reflecting. Um, thank you everyone for tuning in and listening. Hope you keep listening. Hope you keep sharing with your people. Um, and again, we always want to know from our listeners, from our audience, what art are you currently taking in that is giving you life and um, uh, giving you that inspiration or motivation and energy to, to get out of bed, to uh, make shit yourself if you like to make shit um, and to, uh, to, you know, or even get out and support folks who are making things and artists and uh, yeah, let us know what you're taking in. That's inspiring you. We want to know, and we want to um, we want to take that in because uh, as big as the world is, and as interconnected as we all are because of technology, it still can be uh, lonely out there. And um, I think uh, part of what loneliness is is uh, when we don't share what we love. So if we love something, let's share it with each other. Um, so get a hold of us anytime. DM us, DM us on uh, social media or uh, email us if you want to like really like get those thoughts out and type it out or, you know, um, that is weaponofchoicefans at gmail.com, weaponofchoicefans at gmail.com. Uh, we look forward to the season two finale with Safia Ihilo that will be coming out soon. So stay tuned. And as always, this is a special menu production. And our theme music, of course, is by Renee Copeland. And uh, just want to end on a note of love and peace and growth. So one love to everybody and thank you. See you soon.